My wife once told me after an important conversation that she felt like I was cross-examining her. <laughs> Sometimes we do that. But you need to ask questions. Uh, did you mean this? And what did you mean when you said this? So that's clarifying. And that's an important part of communication that helps you be a better listener. This is the Village Church Community Group Leadership Training Podcast. Our goal is to help you grow your skills to lead amazing groups. Hey, it's Suze McLeod here, and today we're talking with Brent Amato. He is the director of the community group ministry at Village East. He is going to share with us five essential skills to be a good listener. Brent, will you introduce that to us? The Bible has tons to say about speech, good speech, bad speech, and otherwise. The Bible clearly states that there is a priority with regard to listening and speaking. We are born with a great talent for speaking. Out of the womb, we start crying. But I'll tell you what, the listening skill is not natural. It is something to be learned. That's why James 1.19 says, be quick to listen and slow to speak. And check out Proverbs. Proverbs is a book of wisdom. And see how many verses there are relating to listening. Uh, you will find things like uh, a wise person restrains his lips, but a foolish person is always talking. So it seems to be a high priority from the scriptural perspective on learning how to listen more effectively. And won't that aid every community group leader who is trying to relate, communicate, and and connect with their members. Oh, I'm excited. This next component, when you first shared this with me, I was just encouraged. So go for it. Okay. First of all, communication gurus uh, say that uh, speech and communication is broken up into two different components. One is verbal and the other is nonverbal. I think you all intuitively know that, that you can say something by not opening your mouth. Mm. But listen to these statistics. Of the 100% of what's communicated from me to whoever I am speaking to, only 7% of that is verbal. Imagine that. 7%. So what's happening with the other 93%? You are communicating 93% of your message through tone and through body language. Think about your conversations with significant others. Have they sometimes responded more to your body language than your words? Have they sometimes responded more to your tone than your words? So be mindful that you are speaking not just with your lips, but with your tone and your body language. That makes me think of when your neighbor sees you across the street right? They don't get the verbal component. They get that 93%. And sometimes, just go with me here, sometimes I think, I do not want to see you right now. <laughs> right? But right. I have to discipline myself to remember I'm a Christian and I am supposed to be loving them like Jesus. And I have to change my body language. That 93% really plays a role in how I love my community. So, it does. It follows into community group leaders yes, as well. And just a specific illustration. Think of what you're communicating when you're talking with someone and your arms are folded, mm -hmm. clenched together versus leaning forward to the person. Mm -hmm. If you ever want to find out how you're doing non-verbally, uh, check out with your spouse or a significant other and ask them about your tone and about your body language many times when you're talking about important things. Oh, that's helpful. Good. Okay, what are those five listening skills? 
here are the five. Um, I'm going to, first of all, share them with you and then break them down just a little bit. Waiting, attending, clarifying, reflecting, and affirming. And some of you may be scratching your head on some of those. So let me go through them in a little more detail. Waiting is the simplest. Don't interrupt. Some people are just waiting, uh, not to let the person finish, but waiting so they can start talking. So make sure that you give the person an opportunity to complete their thought rather than just interrupt. That is waiting. That is so difficult because you have so many important things to say. And sometimes you disagree with the person and sometimes you want to make sure you get your word in. Wait. Number two is attending. Uh, this is one where you are just making the person feel comfortable enough to keep on talking. Group leaders sometimes are uncomfortable with silence. They will ask a question, and if they, someone doesn't offer an answer in five seconds, they're freaked out, and they want to fill the space. Wait and be silent, because you never know the dividends that will be reaped from your silence. That's attending, making the person feel comfortable. So now the person has shared something with you, and uh, you probably haven't arrived because you might need to clarify. What does that mean? Maybe they said something you didn't understand. Maybe they said something that you just wanted to make sure you understood better. And uh, that is asking questions. Now be careful here because you might uh, fall into the lawyer mode and start cross-examining. Those are the wrong questions. My wife once told me after an important conversation that she felt like I was cross-examining her. <laughs> Sometimes we do that. But you need to ask questions. Uh, did you mean this? And what did you mean when you said this? So that's clarifying. And that's an important part of communication that helps you be a better listener. After clarifying, I think it's really important to do what's reflecting. And reflecting is just saying back to the person what they expressed to you in your words so that you know that you're hearing from them, yeah, you got what I was trying to communicate. I think you were saying, and then you go and repeat it in your own words. That is so affirming for both of you, and make sure that you haven't missed the boat with regard to what's being communicated. And don't be afraid, right, when you reflect back and you're, I've been wrong, like 180 wrong. Not to feel bad, no. but to lean back in. Also, that's a great way to tell if you're constantly wrong when you're getting to that step of reflecting. Mm -hmm. You probably need to lean into those first three a little bit more, right? You do, and and be assured no one is a perfect communicator. Mm -hmm. That's the way it is. God and Jesus are the only perfect communicators, That's so clarification right. is an important thing. So after you have clarified and you have reflected, and, and the reflection is sort of... Um, Getting to the person the notion that you've heard the content, you've heard the feeling behind the content, and you accept them for what they say. You're not looking mm -hmm. at them quizzically or skeptically, but they feel safe about what they have shared with you. That is reflecting and getting to the right point. And then finally, affirming them. Always remember you're in a relationship with your members of your community group, and they need to connect with you in an intense person personal way because that's what a community group is supposed to do. Isn't it nice when someone says something and they immediately hear from the leader or someone else, I heard you, I get it, 
you're right. And so that's the affirming. So try to keep these five different things and seek help from other people that you know are good listeners. You know people who are good listeners and you know people who are bad listeners. Find yourself a good listener at Village Church and ask them how they do it. And you will find yourself becoming a better community group leader. Thank you, Brent. Thank you.